0: Hi, I'm Maria Thea Hyris or sos on social media. Welcome back to So Over 50 Podcast on the Organised Style. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. While
1: I was researching, I noticed that a lot of issues overlapped across age ranges and gender, everyone, really. So it wasn't just me looking into older women and their issues. I was looking into other people and people who have pre-existing conditions. So it all just intertwines together. With my tool, it'll help more
0: than just the targeted demographic that I was going for. That's Catherine Home that you've just heard from. Catherine contacted a few of us on Instagram earlier this year. Catherine engineered a product that aids in cutting fabric so that seniors may engage in their sewing hobby conveniently and with less strain compared to current cutting tools on the market. What you'll hear in this podcast though is that the product that Catherine has designed will help anyone reduce the strain compared to the cutting tools currently available on the market. Thanks for coming back to listen to another Sober 50 podcast on So Organized Style. So Over 50 intersects with all communities. We're a community that is so over ageism, and together we positively lead being visible in the sewing world. Many thanks to our Patreon supporters as their monthly contributions keep this podcast going for free. I hope you'll join them in supporting this podcast. Hi, how's your study going? It's going well. I've been
1: working a lot in studio making my design currently. Good on you. How are you though?
0: Oh, I'm good. And thank you for agreeing to develop your research into a podcast. I think that's kind of brave of you.
1: I thought it'd be interesting to just get opinions that were more up to date rather than just researching through Google. How's your research going? So I've been mostly going through community blogs to find my research because having personal opinions and experiences is better than just reading the process out. I've gathered some insights on maybe the most common issues among users. The most common ones were hand strain, vision impairment, and clutter. Hand strain occurring with mostly the pattern making process, because you have to use scissors while cutting. And there's this repetitive hand motion you have to make that can cause a lot of strain, especially for those with pre-existing health conditions like arthritis and carpal tunnel. It can affect their ability to grip as well as other fine motor skills required to maneuver tools. And then there was vision impairment, which occurs with processes like threading the needle. And also as you age, your Vision just worsens over time, so it makes it difficult to see what you're working on. And then there was clutter, which happens due to the sheer amount of tools that go into the activity of sewing. I remember while I was researching, I saw a list of basic tools needed for the average sewing project. And to say the least, it was like really long. You also have to deal with a lot of easy to lose objects, such as needles and pins, since they're so small. So that also adds to the clutter. So I got most of this information off of the articles and comments section of the socialist blog. Yeah, so I was emailing you guys in hopes of just finding any other things I could have missed during my personal research to get any specific up-to-date answers. So I'm re- I'm just really looking forward to hearing what you guys have to say.
0: So the research that we did through the Sober50 account, which has got over 48,000 followers, I put up. A post. Yeah, on the 5th of October, we published a post to get people to give us feedback. And the question was what physical adaptions or aids do you use to make the sewing process easier for you? We received over 172 comments from the community. 310 people liked the post. And then when we did the thank you to people, we had 70 comments and 581 people liked the post. Doing the research within the community was a really good way of making sure that we've got this information for you for your research. But it also allowed people to engage with others and find all of these ways to make the sewing process easier for them. So, going back to your findings already, the top tips there were lighting, tables, and chairs and needle threaders. So, that feeds back into your research about the cutting process. The chairs and the tables, that was to do with people's reach or overreach. How you position yourself within the sewing process can fatigue your body. And so the equipment that you have in your sewing space needs to suit your body. An affordable way of where a husband put some blocks underneath the table legs so that it was raised to the height that met her body size. We had That sort of a solution as well as other solutions where people had desks that they could crank them to a height that they needed at the time. Got lots of examples for you though. And needle threading solutions were a lot of the answers that people were sharing. It was things like lighting needle thread is also being less dexterous with your hands. The vision solutions for lighting were amazing as well. So it wasn't just having a light where you might be ironing, where you might be cutting, where you might be sewing, the type of lighting, so white lighting. Uh, there was one solution where someone had a, a headlamp. Like a strap trunk. Yep. Yeah,
1: I'm glad to hear that so many people were able to gain from this and talk to each other. Were there any specifics
0: about maybe hand strain? You know, there was the idea of using rotary cutters and the electric scissors. And if people have got a lot of cutting that they have to do, they try and do it at the same time. There were a lot of responses to say, make sure that if you're doing something repetitive, stop and stretch or take a break. One person who is really innovative, she put up a post where she was reminding people to stretch and she did a post of dance like nobody's watching you. But the key point of that dance post on Instagram was to remind people just to stretch every so often because you're using your body to do the sewing process. So give it a break and give it a stretch. I wanted to focus also on
1: maybe existing complications people have, like maybe health issues and what are their workarounds
0: with it? So June made, she said that I find sewing inefficiently helps me a lot with my pain management. And she says, and if I'm doing one thing for too long, I get achy. So no batch sewing for this gal. I sew a seam or two, get up, press, roll my neck and shoulders and check the next steps and then repeat. And then she says, I also stand on one of those cushy kitchen mats when cutting and pressing, and that helps my feet immensely. So this is from NC Paula. She says, My solutions are already listed. I don't need many adaptions just to be comfortable and not have my back ache. She's got an adjustable height sewing table, a cutting table tall enough that she doesn't have to bend. She's got good lighting. She's got a pegboard storage over the sewing table for tools and small items. And the useful tools to help with cutting and marking are varied. And for convenience, she'll add a good collection of presser feet and usually edge guide ones for top stitching and a speaker for her music that she listens to in her room. So she's gone a long way to make herself comfortable so she doesn't have constant backache. And Terry sews 15 she said she switched to a wheelchair accessible sewing table. Transferring to my sewing chair was just an extra step that would stop me from sewing. I also gave myself permission to sew simple things. I loved seeing everyone's elaborate projects, but it can give me FOMO, fear of missing out. It's okay to sew a winter coat with vault pockets. It's okay to make the same dress 10 times. And there was a time I drafted my own patterns and I became okay with even using commercial patterns. A few adjustments and a mindset change. It seems like setup and mindset is the way to go with most people. In the post, there's a lot of people who they tell us why they've set up their sewing area so that it lessens the burden on their body and on their mind when they sew. So from Miss Kim H, at the moment, I need a higher cutting table. My back is not happy when I cut. I love my bright adjustable light that helps with unpicking tiny stitches. I also love my Clover stiletto for controlling those difficult fabrics that give me a hard time under the sewing machine foot. So I think that's a walking foot. Mm. And then she finishes off with happy sewing. Nice. It's a caring sharing community. Was there much mention of tools they use? Oh, yeah. Tina's post, she talked about I use a needle threader both for hand sewing and for machine sewing. I use longer and larger pins with larger heads so that they're easier to grab. I use rubber finger thimbles, they help me grip the needle easier. I use a small travel iron with top grip that is easier for my hands and lighter than the big iron. And I sit down when ironing. So that was interesting. She then goes on to say, I try to use tools with ergonomic grip. And if I can't find them, I make the grip myself from tennis balls, air drying Play-Doh, or the kind of foam needle thingies that children use to stay afloat in swimming pools. This is thinking out of the box so that the tools that they're using are easier to use. And then she says, when sewing black fabric, I use a magnifying glass and a neck or headlamp. I cut my fabric on the floor, so I sit on a low footrest and use pattern weights instead of pins. Instead of using scissors, I use a scalpel when I cut my paper patterns and a rotary cutter when I cut fabric. For precision work, like sewing buttons and buttonholes, I use a sewing loop with a clamp so I can attach that to my table. I have a magnetic pin cushion, which is wonderful help for when I drop tools on the floor. So that's all of the things that Tina has in her sewing space to help her sew in a less stressful way for her body.
1: I wouldn't have thought of like all the ones about workspace. I was mostly thinking about tools, like additional things you use to help you.
0: They were all really helpful in providing the solutions that they have figured out for their body and what their body will accommodate for them now. And so it makes the sewing process more achievable. How do you manage your tools? I'm not very good at
1: managing my tools. I lose them a lot. I yeah. lost, like, I had a sewing kit and like a lot of it's empty right now. I lost all of my pins, so I had to get new ones. Thank you so much for giving me all this insight. I feel like I've learned so much more on top of what I've already done.
0: We didn't actually talk about what it is you're doing. So the research, can you tell us about that, Catherine?
1: Uh, so with my major, I'm an industrial design major. So basically, product design. And the current project we're working on is, it's specifically senior wellness is how they term it. But you're trying to create something that aids the older demographic in doing something. And I chose sewing because I just personally like sewing. It's a common hobby. So then I was focusing on that. I'm basically trying to make a tool that relieves strain that comes with the process of sewing.
0: Hopefully we get to see what you design. Now you've got lots of examples of where people, and just to clarify, the Sober50 community is all about raising the visibility of older sellers, but it's a community that spans all ages all across the world. All of these ideas are coming from people from everywhere. Hopefully the comments that I send you from the two Sober50 posts will help give your research more depth so that you've got something more to work with that is not going to just provide solutions for older people who sew, but for all people who sew. Mm -hmm. We've got a lot of people, we've got a lot of communities in the sewing sphere that have various challenges. So they might not have the same ability to concentrate, to hold things, to even use the machines at the way that they're designed. So hopefully, what have you come up with, Catherine? is going to benefit a lot more people than you realize. While I was
1: researching, I noticed that a lot of issues overlapped across age ranges and gender, everyone, really. So it wasn't just me looking into older women and their issues. I was looking into other people and people who have pre-existing conditions. Yeah. So it all just intertwines together. With my tool, it'll help more than just the targeted demographic that I was going for. Yeah, you've covered it off really well
0: and thank you for contacting myself and sandy and all of this research came from people from all over the world and i'm hoping that what you're studying and what your design idea or ideas will benefit everybody i'm so thankful though for all
1: the for putting out this post and gathering all the all the comments
0: you're welcome it was a really fun exercise a lot of work but we could see that you were trying to do something that was useful and this is going to help with what you're trying to achieve at an academic level, so thank you. Thank you very much as well. This episode of So Organised Style Podcast was produced by me, Maria Theoharis, with permission of Catherine, soundbybensound.com. If you want to provide a guest post for Cyber50, make sure you direct message Sandy and the editorial team on the sover Fifty Instagram account, you can subscribe to Sew so Organised Style podcast, spelled with an S, not a Z, on all good podcast apps. Make sure you go back and listen to our free Sewer Fifty podcast archive, and if you can, consider supporting the production of this podcast on Patreon. We look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time. Stay safe, everyone.